raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Central Indiana, and welcome to the second hour of the first day, the WIBC Sunday Magazine Show. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Denny Paul Smith. He's on his phone. Good morning. Oh, it's afternoon now, Denny. I am playing this program. bingo game. You've got to go to Facebook, scroll down to where it says comments on today's show, and you'll see the bingo card. And we have pitched some softballs to you. Kyla, <laughs> you did a good easy. job. Yes, a little first day bingo card on First Day with Terry Stacy's Facebook page. Yep, just as he said, recent posts, go to comments and fill out that bingo card and you might get a chance to win some tickets. We've got tickets for the home and or the flower and patio show coming up March 9th through the 18th and also I'm throwing in a couple of tickets to the boat sport and travel show uh, which starts next weekend. Are, you the, mis- are you the mistress of ceremonies for the uh, flower and patio show? Again? I am. I love that. I love the show. Woo! I love that show. I learn a lot. It's a great great time. So anyway we've got that's a nice little prize pack for you and we appreciate you uh, participating and uh, following along with us. Super Bowl 58 in Vegas 6 30 p.m. on CBS. Indy, I think, would love to have that game back here someday. It's been 12 years. And as part of the NFL's commitment to communities hosting Super Bowls, this is something you might not know. NFL Charities donates a million dollars matching grant to the local community to establish a youth education town. It's called the Super Bowl Legacy Project. And here to talk about where that project is here in Indy right now, how it stands, is James Taylor. How are you, sir? I am doing great. Happy Sunday. Happy, Happy Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, that's it for sure. Uh, James served the dual role of CEO for the John Boner uh, Neighborhood Centers and as the lead staff member of the 2012 Super Bowl host committee for the Near East Side Legacy Project. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you decided or how this was going to be ser- better served on the East Side when it came to the seed money that the NFL gave to us. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can imagine what was then the Indianapolis uh, Super Bowl bid committee was thinking about ideas of how to use the event of a game and the energy around the game to really do something meaningful here locally in the community. And if if you look back in time, you know, downtown was rebuilt through a sports strategy. And I think they began to contemplate how they could do something much bigger uh, that wouldn't just be exclusively focused in on downtown. Fortunately for our neighborhood, just a year prior to that, our community residents had gathered together and put together their vision for the neighborhood that called into uh, the need for housing redevelopment, for business and economic development, and eventually what became the Health and Wellness Center, or more commonly known as the Legacy Center as a part of that. So it was really just a preparation on the part of neighborhood residents that met the opportunity uh, when the host committee was searching out for an opportunity to really leverage the excitement and the energy around a game. It was said that that Chase Near Eastside Legacy Center is the largest and most ambitious project ever conceived by a local Super Bowl host city. So this was huge. This was giant, right? A giant project that even they thought, wow, this is this is big, right? Yeah, yeah. From the NFL perspective, they provide a million dollars in terms of grant fund that has to be matched with a million dollars locally. 
And typically the projects dating back to the 90s were about a $2 million project. Uh, typically the renovation of like a boys and girls club or a youth facility or, or some improvements as a part of it. Locally, Indianapolis thought we could do better than that, and they actually built an $11 million facility on the grounds of Arsenal Tech High School. Uh, and that was really through the generous uh, philanthropic support of our local community that made that all come together as possible. Not only that did we raise more money, but we were the first uh, youth education town to actually be open before the Super Bowl uh, arrived to the city. As far as completion, uh, James, this is Denny Smith. As far as a completion, what percentage complete are you? Is this an ongoing thing where you will continue to go, or are you saying we're almost there, we're almost there? Where are you in the project? Uh, well, the, the project was actually completed in 2012, but since that point in time, the community has kind of leveraged uh, the, the capacity that it gained through that effort to be able to do other things in the community. So things like the redevelopment of the PR Mallory campus has continued on. Inglewood Community Development Corporation is really focused in on the Washington Street Corridor. And we got other community groups that gained a lot of expertise and, and frankly, social capital that they're continuing to do the work today. So our work isn't done just because the Super Bowl left. Uh, all of us got up that very next day after the Super Bowl and, and got back to making our community a better place. What you see today, tell us about um, anybody that's new to Indianapolis and, and this particular place and what all it provides for the Near East Side. Uh, tell us about it. Yeah, so the Near East Side is roughly a community of about 30,000 people. And within our neighborhood, we did not have a YMCA. We did not have a Boys and Girls Club. Uh, we didn't even have like a for-profit fitness center in our community. So the desire was to bring those resources into our neighborhood and do it in a way that was accessible and affordable for residents from all walks of life. So through a partnership with IU Indy, in which students from the uh, Human and Health Sciences College actually come on site, work study students. They are there to help people with their health assessment, to help them get personalized training, uh, to be able to help support them in kind of their own fitness journey. With that partnership, we're able to offer very low discount memberships for community members to participate. And, and nearly 45% of our community members are actually low to moderate income uh, that are members of the Legacy Center. James, does the NFL still stay in touch with you? Do you reach out to them with reports or ongoing things? Or uh, is there still communication with NFL? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The NFL has committed over the last 12 years to provide uh, grants, typically in the range of ten dollars to $20,000 per year from NFL charities to help support the youth activities that are going on in the building. And, and they continue to remain committed to our community even, even more than a decade out. You know, you used every penny so wisely. I, I hope you know how proud Indianapolis is of that project and what you all have done. You've got to wake up in the morning and just smile at yourself as you're shaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely, especially when uh, you get a chance like on a day like today with the sun out and being bright and sunny, and it kind of takes you back 12 years ago when Indianapolis had the yeah. Super Bowl, yes, and we just sir. had the phenomenal weather, and and people just felt a sense of civic pride in our community, yeah. and, 
And that was a special time for, for Indianapolis and all of Indiana. I wonder if the with the NBA All-Star Game coming, if they do something similar, if they drop uh, some charity money into the community. Do you know, John? Or uh, James, yeah. I'm sorry. As a matter of fact, I, I don't know. I don't want to speak to the specifics because I'm not directly involved. But based upon what Indianapolis did with the Super Bowl, there is a number of youth programs throughout the state of Indiana that's receiving benefits. You're receiving actually uh, grants or contributions to help support their work going forward. So I'm sure you'll be hearing more about that this coming week. Do you, would you like to have another Super Bowl here in Indy? Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. <laughs> Indianapolis by far is regarded as one of the best host cities uh, to put on a Super Bowl, and and that speaks to the people that make this town a great place to live. Yeah, you're absolutely James, right. James, have you ever met the real James, the other James Taylor? <laughs> I have not met the other real James Taylor, but uh, I used to have a Carol King that worked for me. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Well, That's I say funny. this. If I get to heaven and I don't see a James Taylor, I'll know I'm in the wrong place. Way, way to go, brother. Way to go. Are you going to be, uh, do you have a team you're cheering for at this Super Bowl 58? You know, I I think once the game gets started, I'm going to pick a side. But as of right now, I'm just a little bit agnostic on which side I want to root for. I was looking the other day because they were talking about how this is such an extraordinary Super Bowl with the, the ticket prices, the way they are in the nine and $10,000 range, if not more, for just a ticket. And uh, I was looking back to 2012 when we hosted the Super Bowl, and the high ticket was like $1,900 the day of. Ooh, that's a lot of money. It's but still a lot of money, but you think about that, where we are 12, day, 12 years right later uh, for, a, for a ticket. It's pretty crazy. Um, what was your favorite part of that day, Super Bowl? The, well, the whole week. I mean, it was so fun. We were thinking about that the other day, but what was your favorite part of that whole experience of hosting the Super Bowl here in Indy? Well, one of the things they did as part of the Super Bowl, well, actually two things. I think the effort around breast cancer and super care and, and getting the genetic donation of tissue to help build out the kind of research around that was really important work that was done in that period of time. And that, that was really in addition to the Legacy Project that wasn't a part of it. Um, and I also think about the celebration that we did of our own community. There was a project called 46 Faces for Super Bowl 46, in which we highlighted 46 local heroes and individuals that oftentimes don't get the spotlight. And there were literally billboards around the city with their faces up there talking about their work. Um, There was uh, video that was done from interviews as a part of it. And a couple of those individuals actually went on to be interviewed in the pregame show with NBC that year. Gosh, I forgot about wow. that. You're bringing back some good memories of that week. That was so fun. That's 12 um, years ago. I know. It was oh 12 gosh, years ago. It's and like it's, it's yesterday, though. Yeah, listening to, to James, absolutely it is. But again, I just wanted to kind of highlight the good things that happen when the NFL brings the Super Bowl to your community, such as this Legacy Center and all the impact it has made on that near east side of town and james uh i know that was a lot of work would you want to be on the super bowl committee again if it comes to town (laughs) oh absolutely without a doubt and and one thing i need to say that's really important the nfl was the catalyst but it was local civic leadership that made things like the legacy project and other things that uh 
that made, were possible because of hosting the event. The event just gave a lot of energy. It gave a deadline. It gave excitement. It gave us a calling card, a bullhorn, a spotlight that really allowed our community to accelerate a lot of plans that they had. James Taylor, he served the dual role of CEO for the John Bonner uh, Neighborhood Centers and as the lead staff member of the 2012 Super Bowl host committee for the Near East Side Legacy Project, which is thriving and making such an impact. James, thanks for giving us some of your time on a Sunday. We sure appreciate it. All right. You have a good day, and uh, let's let's have a great game. Let's do. Thank yeah. you so much. It's 1218, and this is the first day on 93 WIBC. I'm listening, but I'm in grief. My gyroplane just had to head back to Tennessee because the truck's leaking oil. I think you need to take Reba's word of advice. Be a survivor, Denny. I'm a survivor, and she just, Terry Lynn just made me throw salt over my left shoulder. Well, I feel funny about this whole... It's going to get Gyrocopter here. not getting here it's and an all the problems it's been that's through. Going on. It doesn't seem like it's meant to be. That's Reba McIntyre. Don't you say that. Singing the national anthem today, or uh, tonight, rather, <laughs> 630, uh, for, <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Uh, sure, he's extended his Super Bowl halftime to 15 minutes. First time what they've was it done before? that. 13. Oh. He said, I can't jam pack all I have to in that amount of time. There's rumors. Not just I'm, about Denny I'm performing Tanya. at the Super Bowl with Usher, but Taylor Swift. I'm telling Oh, is she, do you think she's going to I don't know. I hope not. I believe it, man. Usher, I can see it. Usher should be able to do that show without without her popping in. I know. In. Uh, Post Malone will be singing America the Beautiful. And what was it that I wanted to Oh, this is something completely different. This is on a whole nother note. Um, because So IU lost yesterday, last night. IU lost to Purdue. They didn't just lose. But they got smoked. They sure did. 20 points. But Purdue fans, and even maybe some of you, I no, you won't. I won't even bring If you're an IU fan, you won't want this. But this is kind of cool. Purdue fans, you've got a chance to bid on a custom-made guitar that is made from the old Mackey Arena planks of the floor. They brought it out and played the national anthem on this guitar. And it is super cool looking and it's going to be auctioned off excuse me to the highest bidder on the 14th you can go to bidpal.net and look for purdue guitar auction right now ninety one hundred dollars is where we are right now and this all goes back to the uh, purdue guitar lab they have a lab I don't know what kind of a class that is, but are you just it making guitars? Cool, it doesn't sound sure. cool. It's a guitar lab. They must make guitar. I don't know what they do there. At UND, we had a robotics, and then you have a plastic type one where you can make 3D models. So I wonder if it's oh, something like that. Maybe. The guitar is beautiful. It, this is a beautiful guitar, and I am so sentimental about uh, play, about uh, floors that are reused. I you were say guitars, <laughs> but how they're reused, how oh, they yeah. they make them into all kinds of things and uh, charcuterie boards. The or nice thing is, is that they don't try to find all the clean boards. They take the right. ones with the red and the, right. you know for the lines and, and yeah. put them right in there. Scars that, and wounds and 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 they're just so super cool. So I love that story. And again, you just have until the fourteenth, but uh, and the bidding right now is at $9,100 this morning. And it all goes back to Purdue and their guitar lab. So I thought that was awesome. Kylan, will you tell me how much time we have here before we take a break? Because coming up, we've got food news a little early. And I can't wait for all of us to meet this gentleman. Um, 
It's called Sam's Square Pie. Mm-hmm. And we he, just got a pizza delivered for we us. We did. And it smells oh, delicious. So good. It smells so good, but he's got such an awesome story to tell about his business and where he came from and where he is now. And we're so glad that he's here, but we'll have that conversation coming up just after today's top stories, which are ne- which is next right here on 93 WIBC. Let's have pizza. Twelve thirty-four. This is the first day. Forty can't, degrees and sunny right now. Forty. Can't, can't talk. My mouth's full. This song you're hearing, "Sunflower" by Post Malone. This song is the first ever double diamond single in RIAA history. So, what is double diamond? How much is diamond? Oh, I can't remember. Let me look. But it's That's a big. good question. Yes, huge. 20 million sales. And Double Diamond would be 40 million. Yep, that's crazy. Wow. Post Malone, as we mentioned, he'll be performing for the big game tonight. Uh, America the Beautiful. Yep. He's scheduled for America the Beautiful. I was looking at getting excited about what's happening here in Indianapolis, downtown Indianapolis, next weekend, a one week from today. However, Events really start taking place on Thursday with concerts and everything as the NBA All-Star game comes to Indy. Um, you know, it's there's all kinds of things that are happening. Kylan and I are both donating, not we're donating, we're volunteering our time because we just wanted to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And so we're doing what they're calling the 24-hour uh, service, project, service yeah. project, which is they're going to be creating food. Um, we'll be packaging boxes. food meals. Yeah, food mm-hmm. meals. You say it better than I do. For Gleaners Food Bank, it'll all be donated to Gleaners and just local charities right here. And it'll all stay in Indiana. All of the food we produce and create, I guess we package. You create yeah. these little boxes. Yeah. yeah. But 24 hours of shifts that yeah. people will. <laughs> all day, all fulfill. night, yeah. going from uh, Thursday to Friday. And so we decided we just wanted to be a part of this so much because, listen, tickets for games, I think I don't think you can find one that would be a reasonable price for the game itself. But you still have the NBA All-Star Celebrity Game that's going to be taking place. Uh, the, all the NBA practice uh, presented by AT&T will be at GameBridge. Some of the events are taking place at Lucas Oil, like the Ruffles NBA All-Star Celebrity Game is at Lucas Oil. Um, but then you also have the Panini. Everything's Everything's got a name on it, right? Panini Rising Stars Practice wow. that will happen on Friday. The Basketball Hall of Fame News Conference is uh, on Friday. You need the app the NBA All-Star app, and you can download that, and it will give you concert information and tickets for how to get tickets Those for things. Those apps are so helpful. I do that they for are. the Indianapolis Motor Speedway when NASCAR comes to town. Download yeah. the apps, especially here. I agree. You can learn so much. When you said you guys were going to donate something, just for a second, I thought you were donating blood or plasma. <laughs> no, And I was thinking, fair. boy, 24 no. hours, yeah. <laughs> happy Valentine's <laughs> Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's <laughs> Day. But that's not a bad thing to do on Valentine's Day. You know, we've seen couples talked- go and donate blood together and hold hands. Oh, that's cute. Uh-huh. I'd pass out. <laughs> have you not donated Wait, blood? I have, but only once. All the other times I wasn't allowed to. Yeah. Uh, we talked with Vice President of the NBA yeah. All-Star Staff, Diana, Diana Boyce, Boyce, about the app and about all the events happening. And you can go check that out if you want more information on that. Go to First Day with Terry Stacy wherever you get your podcasts. But they also have that free event on Thursday. I You have to reserve a ticket. 
but it's a little pregame celebration. There will be fireworks, performances. That's so fun. Yeah, at the Bicentennial Unity Plaza. You're going to have the best time this week. I Honestly, there's a lot of people that will start arriving here in the next few days. So uh, a good time had by all. I hope we have a safe time, too, while everybody is here. But uh, looking forward to that as well. Again, today, big day. Uh, NASCAR begins their season with their opener at Daytona. Daytona. That's at 2.30 on Fox and then, of course, Super Bowl. And I know a lot of you are out and about and will be going to parties. Should be pretty warm for you, too. I mean, comfortable, by the way. It should be around maybe 45, 40-something. It's not something. too windy. Not too bad at 5 o'clock as you're leaving for some of those parties to make it to the game uh, to watch with your friends. Whatever you're doing, we're glad you're here with us for a few minutes. We've got some food news coming up. Oh, Great let story. me tease this. Yeah. Kylin, will you marry me? If oh you keep God. bringing home food like this, <laughs> this, this is, is good. I wish I could take credit for cooking it, but we'll talk to the cook, the mastermind behind it all. Yeah, entrepreneur, and he's a, a story to tell for sure. And his tie to the NFL when we return to the first day on 93 WIBC. Hey, hey, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Hey, one thing that you should have put on our bingo cards, Kylan, is Terry is wrong. Oh, Terry. You want to pick what I'm wrong? Thanks to Steve Davis. Oh, I know what it is. I thought for sure the Daytona 500 was Terry today. Made and it's a not. Mistake. It's not today at all. And it really makes sense because I was over. I thought, what? All of these things happening today? No, it's next weekend. What did I watch last weekend? It was The Clash, wasn't it? And I always think The Clash at the Coliseum is right before the Daytona 500. And it doesn't matter. I was wrong. So mark that down on your bingo card. I wouldn't want to compete with the big game either. I don't, I don't blame them. I just tape recorded that. Okay. I just put some pizza in my mouth. Kyle, take pizza, it away. Kylan Food made, news. This pizza is so good. The best. I, yeah, we're going to talk pizza. That's for sure. It was National Pizza Day earlier this week. Pizza is the number one food for Super Bowl parties. As much as you'd like to think wings are. Nope pizza. So we're going to talk pizza with someone who's now a pizza shop owner of Sam Square Pie. Just had its grand opening over on the Near East mm. side on 10th Street. We have Jeff Miner here to talk with us. Yay! Jeff, welcome. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, Jeff. The pizza is outstanding. Oh, it's better than that. I'm about to propose uh-huh. marriage to you and Kylan at this point. <laughs> this is really good. See, Jeff, you uh-huh. know, here's the thing, and we're going to talk about your pizza place, but a cool part of you and your your life, your journey, is you you were involved with the NFL. Uh, tell us about your ties to yeah. the NFL. So um, about 12 years ago, I started working for Skycam doing um, college and NFL football and soccer and some other, um, you know, entertainment um, things that we, we per- work in production with. And, um, and then the last few years, I've been doing the Fox D NFL show. So it's, you know, five months on the road, five days a week. Two days home, five days on the road, new stadiums, airplanes, stadiums, people, cities, um, and uh, live, uh, live football. Did you ever do a Super Bowl? Uh, I have done a couple Super Bowls. No but I way. Did those, I, I, did those, I did the one in New York where um, it was the Patriots versus Seattle, and then I did the one here. Uh, but it wasn't for Skycam. It was for NFL Films. So different company, but I've always kind of been um, in that world. Jeff, so cool. tell, tell our listeners what Skycam is. It's really pretty cool uh, technology. Yeah, Skycam is an um, aerial camera system that's suspended by fiber optic cables, and um, we go into these stadiums and set it up and rig the points and um, measure the field and um, c- 
recalibrate um, the system and make sure that it's safe and ready to fly for the game. Safe I, meaning, safe meaning that it doesn't, doesn't crash to the crash field, to the field yeah, or crash. hit a plate yeah, or something. Exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty mm-hmm. neat. And you're the, first, the most fun you've ever had doing it. What makes that such a cool job? You know, it's it's more the uh, you know the fans, the excitement, the noise, the crowds. You know, you're right there on the field watching the game. Um, I stand by the red hat. The red hat calls the timeouts and wow. um, does that stuff. So if I have to stop the game for an emergency, then I have to tell him to call a TV timeout so that we can get the camera back up or get it out of the way so it's not going to interfere in a play. That's cool. Um, so you're very on the, you're kind of on the edge of your seat, if you will, because, you know, things happen. Like you'll have a perfect game and then 30 seconds left, a, a motor, you know, just stops working. And you're like, oh, no, we've got to get the camera out so they can get the last 30 seconds in. Um, we hope they don't throw the ball. We hope they just run it and we're okay. You know what I mean? But uh, we always stay behind the quarterback. Um, so that way that our, our wires are never in in um, in the way of a, of a potential play. Mm-hmm. Jeff Miner joins us uh, today on the first day. Jeff, I have a question for you about road mm-hmm. work. When we, we always called anybody who traveled as much as what you explained road warriors. What was your scariest road warrior story when you were traveling with the NFL? Uh, you know, my scariest story was probably um, – we were setting up, and there were some pyro guys above us, and um, I knew that they were there. Um, they were working very unsafely, and the guy kicked a pipe down, um, and it came about a centimeter or two from my nose, <gasps> oh. about 60 feet above me. And that happened this year, and it was one of those things that kind of pushed me even more towards doing pizza full-time. <laughs> I guess. Did you, point, did you point out to him that his mother and father were not married at the time of his birth? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I, I was so upset, but I was more in shock, you know. And then oh, I my thought, gosh. And, there, and it left a divot in the concrete, you know, where uh, where my foot was. You know what I mean? Like, it, it yeah. literally landed, like, two inches from my foot, but I oh. felt it across my face. You know oh what I mean? Like, God. I can feel it. Bless your heart. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kylan, out of all of these different games that you've gotten to work, what would you say has been your favorite game or location? Um, favorite game or location? I really like uh, the Viking Stadium. Mm. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful structure. You know, there's a lot of light that comes in there. It kind of reminds me of Lucas Oil, you know, um, in that, that sense. But it's a great uh, a great venue in the town of Minneapolis. It's a cool town. Um, you know, the Raiders, you know, the Super Bowl this year in Vegas, that, that stadium is just, uh, you know, amazing as well. You know, the, 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 the architects that are designing these new stadiums are just out of their minds with what they come up with. So, I, you know, every at every turn, as we get ready for the NBA game here, the NBA champion or all-star game, yeah. uh, that floor that they have brought is that to this glass floor. I mean, oh. the technology. Have you seen that, Jeff? Have you seen the floor? I have not. No, I haven't. I'm going to have to look that up. It's glass so that they can oh, put it's, all it's of plexical. the... It's just, I don't even know how to explain it, but everything will be seen on the floor. Like Saturday Night Fever? Is yeah. it like Saturday yeah. Night yeah, Fever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Now, now <laughs> really wait, cool. wait a minute. We, we, we're talking to this guy about this pizza that has Let's just, talk about pizza. just swelled up my heart with pride yeah. that somebody's making this right here in Indiana. Yeah, and so kind of explain, Jeff, Kylan, about how you got from the NFL to move over to wanting your own pizza place. So, um, yeah, it was just COVID. Um, you know, we were all stuck in our homes and didn't know uh, what our futures looked like in March and April of 2020. And so a- end of April, I ordered a, a pan and a book, um, pan pizzas or something like that, the best pan pizzas. And I started, like, researching recipes because you can Google 
the best recipes, um, you know, of these pizzerias and they're out there. And so I started looking into making Detroit dough because I really like the art of making dough. You know what I mean? It's such a, you know, it starts with some yeast and salt and flour. And anyway, came up with a pretty good recipe and um, served those to my brother for his 50th birthday. And it was just, you know, three pizzas and it was for fun. So I started out just doing it for friends and family and making like two or three on a Friday night. And then one, uh, one night towards like July of 2020, I made like 10 in one night in my house. It was so funny. You know, it was just a wreck because, you know, flour and sauce and, <laughs> and we, I would put them out on the porch cause you know, you weren't really contacting people and they would just come get it off the porch. And, you know, I was asking like 20 to $25 for a pizza because I just wanted to pay for the sauce and the cheese and, you know, the stuff that I was using. And then it started to really dawn on me that this could be something I could do. And, um, and then I did a pop-up at, um, uh, Sam's, uh, Eddie Sam's restaurant, half liter barbecue. And we did like nine weeks there and did, you know, uh, a really good business. And we, we sold out every, every week. That's I cool. mean, we were, and I mean, 50 pizzas in two hours, you know, but. Wow. Um, Amazing. And so, you know, it, it started to plant the seed and then, you know, I don't know, there's something about being involved in the community and, and, um, making something from your hands and your heart, um, that, uh, kind of really, I think at this stage of my life, it's something that I I really needed, you know. Yeah. And um, between Skycam and film production, um, you know, for 30 years I've been a key grip and a gaffer. I've worked on movies, commercials, videos. I've been a photographer. I've done all those things, but this seems to be right where you know what I mean. It's like every there, every that movie, everything all at once, or whatever. It's like you're right where you need to be as people. You know what I mean? Like it's, sometimes we we pressure ourselves and we go we go so hard on ourselves, but it's we're okay. You know what I mean? And and this feels like a right the right space for me. Mm. Your brother, you mentioned your brother and yeah. the fiftieth birthday. Your brother is still a part of Sam's Square Pie, that your pizzeria now. Can you talk uh-huh. about that in the artwork that you have on the box? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that is uh, a company out of Australia, and it's called the Pizza Bib. And so I put his. Um, kind of image on there and his, his shirt and so that people when they get um, you know you take pictures and people it's kind of funny last night I saw the cutest group of little girls you know where <laughs> they're all saying DJ Indiana Jones and, and there's a little QR code on the bottom right that you can scan and it'll take you to his mixes so you can listen to you know some of his his music hmm. and the stuff that he produced while he was around so um, it's just a, a little gesture um, and it you know it com- it's comfort you know what I mean like and people laugh at it so I, I you know I, I get a good laugh I'm actually getting some new boxes and looking to try to get it like an indie car driver or something like oh, that you know cool. what I mean for the new box yeah, so yeah, to, keep, yeah. that's to awesome. keep it you know Indiana Jones hot. you mentioned your brother yeah, yeah. Indiana, that's who his brother was it was Indiana Jones DJ here mm-hmm. locally and everybody knew him and everybody loved him Denny I'm sorry go no, ahead no that's alright Jeff I, you'll have to forgive me for this but I have this image of you making all these pizzas in your house with dough and everything and it, <laughs> honest to goodness it's the Swedish chef from the Muppets that's what came up flowers. you know the flowers <laughs> everywhere yeah. and everything yeah ah, God bless you yeah yeah so you made us it, a, it, a, a most fantastic pizza, and it, it really yeah. is. It's it's pesto, that was a Sicilian. and it's, oh, that's that was a Sicilian. A Sicilian yeah, it's not a Detroit style. I didn't have. Um, I ran out of uh, some ingredients last night in our our fifth day of being open because it was just it was insane the amount of people that were here, um, and so. I have some Sicilians, and I don't have enough of those to really, you know, like if you come in and, and you ask for one, then I can make you one. You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't. If I put it on the menu, then I wouldn't be able to keep up with the demand yet. And the demand is really all about the Detroit it's, pie that we're making over here. So, so did Eddie Som come to you? Did you go to Eddie Som, or you guys just uh, poker we were, buddies? Well, How did I, it happen? I, 
so he had come to me. I was that half leader, and I was sitting there eating um, at the end of December. And he said, "Hey, you know, I got a bakery back here that you know is sitting empty. If you want to come try to make your pizzas on a bigger scale." And I was like, "Sure, you know what I mean? Like, why not?" And um, and that was the first time I'd ever used a big mixer. And you know, I'm like. I think I went to Seattle to do a AAF American Alliance of football game or something. And I was like doing the math in my head, how to, how to create my recipe in a 50 pound bag of flour. And I'm, I was not a good math student. So that was funny. You know, I mean, my notes are just like, like sweetie like, chef. You know, I nailed it. Yeah. It's the sweetie yeah. chef right there. Yeah, yeah it is. Exactly. <laughs> you mentioned you've been open for five days and you gave us this beautiful Sicilian pizza when you normally do the Detroit, the Detroit style that's mm-hmm. kind of part of the story where you are that busy. You're out of ingredients because everyone wants your pizza. Talk about yeah. some of the stories of people coming into your your restaurant oh, so far. You, you know, um, there was a gentleman that came in last week and his wife, I had liked her comment. She was fighting cancer. And so she literally was like, and he goes, she was like, oh, my God, Sam Square Pie like my picture and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, I, I was just, I was like, rooting her on you know what i mean yeah and and it just meant a lot to her and then you know people have come up and like last night when we did run out of some ingredients and we had to run to kroger to get some like replacement stuff and um people were like we love this like this is incredible the food the the environment the the building itself and um we were you know it it just it's 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 the connection between the restaurant and the community and how they accept you um and they show you kindness and they show you uh patience and restraint now granted if this happens six months from now then i shouldn't be a restaurateur but um you know we'll we'll get our ordering back up and i know i've got to get more product probably midweek you know what i mean just to make sure i have enough and um Mm -hmm. you know you learn from your your struggles in this business or any business so that's kind of what we learned last night we're talking with jeff minor owner of sam square pie this delicious pizza that we're talking about and you mentioned some of the people even came from out of town to come visit you some of your nfl friends yes yes we had uh some people from Aurora, Indiana. Um, we had some people from Michigan, from Benton Harbor, um, that came down last wow. week, and uh, they had heard about the pizza and they wanted to come down and try it. <laughs> and great. I mean, it's really the you know that's I think that's the thing that is like that's why I'm here now. I'm making dough now, and we're rolling balls for tomorrow to stretch. Um, you know, the process is like a three to four day process with the dough, and. Um, people that don't understand it and they think it's like jets or, you know, yeah, I'm not jets. I don't have a machine or a warehouse of people producing it. Then you've got to figure out where to store the dough and how to keep it fresh. And, you know, all of this stuff that, that we're doing, but, you know, we, we've, you know, done, you know, at least a hundred pies every day, um, in five hours. So we're, we're right where we need to be and we will run out of food. You know what I mean? Like we, we can't keep up with the amount of demand right now. And I think it'll, you know, like any new business that starts, they have this like launch and then you launch and then it kind of, you know, it'll kind of die down or people will be like, man, I never get that pizza. I'll just give up. And that's, you know, whatever. I don't want you, I don't want you to give up. I want you to keep trying or come in and talk to me and we'll make sure that you get one. You know what I mean? Yeah, Um, absolutely. Even on the side of your pizza box, it says once in a while you get shown the light in the strangest of places. If you look right at it, I love it. And I love getting to talk to you, Jeff, Jeff Miner, owner of Sam Square Pie. And you know what? They won fifth place in the pan division during the international pizza expo in 2023 if our review doesn't give it enough 
everyone knows it. So go check out their pizza on the Near East Side on 10th Street, Sam's Square Pie. And Jeff, you know what? We're going to have to run. We got to get to the news, but you are uh, so important to us in our community right now, Jeff. (laughs) Sam's Square Pie. You'll find him on social media as well. Please check him out and support them. Uh, Thanks all of you for joining us today. Today's top stories are next on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.